JD Talking Sports. We are at part two on Thursday, August 20th, 2020, just talking about the Jets. So they might go after this guy with the Jaguars who doesn't want to be there anymore. They need, they need guys to get to the quarterback. We'll see if that works out. The Giants, people are going after the Giants because of Joe Judge doing laps and all this stuff. You know what? If he came in and put his stamp on the team and he is not going to take make he's not taking mistakes and if make if if you run enough laps and do enough shit I was joking because in major league whenever Willie Mays Hayes you know hit the ball up in the air or whatever he had to do push-ups and that's what these guys you know you have to do something that's going to get in their heads and make them do certain things and make them don't do the keep the, don't do this and I think he's running a really tight ship and I'm I'm cool with that I am very cool with that. I think he's going to coach it's going to bust balls. I think Harris, well, time will tell. Listen, he's got Saquon Barkley. He's got freaking Daniel Jones quarterback. They really don't have one number one receiver. I was reading that today. You have the kid out of Auburn, the second-year player. You have Shepard. And you have who, – who's the other Giants receiver? Ah, oh, goddamn, I'm blanking on Giants – Lincoln on names. Randall Cobb. No, wait. Is, is Randall Cobb on the team? No. Yeah, wait. I'm going to give Randall Cobb. Golden Tate. I'm sorry. Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, and Sterling Shepard. They said neither of them are, none of them are number one receiver. It doesn't matter. If they don't catch the ball, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? And, I, you know, they're having their first scrimmage on Friday. The Jets are off tomorrow. So they're going to have their first full scrimmage tomorrow. Yeah, they find out what the scrimmage. They said, if practice this intense, they said, what's the scrimmage going to be like? And he wants he wants a lot of intensity. That's what he did. came in. He maybe thought the team was soft or whatever. And he Thursday used the violent one-on-one drills. He's employed, he employed Tuesday night a drill, which had led to Corey Ballantyne's injury, which they made no mention of on the Giants website or, or on NFL Network. So he sat out the drills yesterday. He was laying motionless near the end zone after colliding with wide receiver Austin Mack. And then he resumed practice. No one got hurt Thursday. But you know, preseason games. But Judge says it's exactly the point of doing it, to practice tackling hard, but safely, again, with no preseason game, because you don't have to practice your shit. So let's go a little intense, because there's no preseason games. Maybe you're playing the first game. You gotta, that's, that's what they have to do. I'm cool with that. Deion Lewis, who's going to be Saquon's, you know, whenever he needs a rest. He had a big run, they said. David Sills has made at least one impressive catch down the sideline every day so far in camp, though it came from Colt McCoy. You got Cody Core who's out, so someone's going to have to take that place. It could be could be him. They said that uh, Saquon, Barkley's, Saquon Barkley's pass protection struggles showed up again when linebacker Blake Martinez beat him easily during a one-on-one pass drill. But Judge pulled Barkley aside, coached him up, and then, and, and then so did running backs coach Burden Burns, and Barkley won his next rep against Martinez. Pretty cool. And rookie safety Xavier McKinney, who they say could be pretty damn good at a jumping interception of McCoy on Tuesday. This is, you know, listen, and they'd recording during the games one minute, who they thought was Bill Belichick, but it wasn't Bill Belichick's voice. Judge says it might be the voice of Director of Football Administration, Chris Pridey, when there's one minute remaining, remaining in periods, because Judge likes doing short periods and then going on to the next drill. And Graham Gano said he's 100% recovered from his fractured femur that sidelined him for last season. He also joked that he, you know, he won't talk much about the 63-yard field goal he made in Carolina to beat Pat Shermer's team last second in Week Five of 2018. 
that was a big moment because that was hours after OBJ's full ESPN interview had aired with criticism of Eli Manning and the team. And thanks, Pat Leonard, for that stuff. Yeah, I, I, like, a, I like how he's running the team, Judge. I think he's running the team. That's the way you got to run it. Bam, bam, bam. No bullshit. And Des Bryant left Baltimore without a contract. The Bills Stadium, no more Rich Stadium, whatever. No, what, what was it called before? It was called the, the, the Sports... Now it's just going to be called Bill Stadium because they were unable to find a new names, naming rights partner. So, Bill Stadium. I kind of like that. They always have stupid names. And this was interesting, I read. So, Packers GM Brian Gutkunst said his pro scouts follow local beat reporters around the league. Are we, go- are we going to make decisions over that information? Maybe, maybe not. This is a very temporary thing. He said, teams often hide players in the preseason so they can sneak them through, th- them through to the practice squad. With no preseason, there's scouting going on. There's, no, there's scouting going on right, right here. You know, this, you're looking. So this is why the Packers restrict the media's reporting. So basically, you know, you hide guys, and now with no preseason games, whatever you want to hide, you got to be a little, you got to be a little more uh, clandestine with that stuff. So, pretty interesting how they might have to look at other beat right, you know, teams that are playing well. Because that's the thing. You look at other teams, like a guy like Sills. What if Sills doesn't make the team? Then another thing, hey, you know, we'll maybe take a shot at him. Because you don't get to watch anybody during preseason games. But if you follow the beat writers, beat writers can talk up a guy who's, who's, you know, making an impression in camp, but they don't have a spot for him. They try to sink him on the, bam, that's the guy you go after. You take him because anybody can be taken from anybody's practice squad. So, it's kind of interesting. You know, with no preseason games and the COVID and all that stuff. And Chiefs making some big changes. Fans prohibited from wearing headdresses, which makes sense. Face paint with American Indian culture tradition likeness prohibited. But I'm like, I'm like is there going to be someone sitting there going, hey, you know, uh, that paint isn't, uh, you know, is, is derogatory toward uh, Native American. I, how are they going to do this stuff? Are they going to have pictures up? I mean, that's another thing. And, and people are upset they're going to get rid of the chop. And the Arrowhead Chop also is under review. And I thought someone posted this kind of funny because they said breaking chargers will be issuing an official statement apologizing to electrons. Because that's what someone said. Are they going to, you know what I mean? Are they going to change the name? Because Chiefs, I don't think. But someone said where they, they thought they were named after a guy named Chief. It's an arrowhead on the fucking helmet. It's not named after a Chief. I agree that the headdresses have to go. The face paint. I think anybody over the age of five with face paint should be wearing it anyway. So that's beyond the point. And they made fun of that in a Seinfeld episode where Putty was a face painter for the Devils. El Diablo. Yeah. So I'm, I think it's all good to do all this stuff. I'm, I'm for it. I'm, I'm, I'm behind it. I think the Chiefs are, this is a way to look ahead, doing things. And I love this about college basketball. So Instagram, this is Crossroads High School coach Anthony Davis. This is perfect. He said, Instagram is in an accurate representation of how basketball is being played. Because of highlights, no one ever misses a shot. Yeah. And then there's a whole Instagram culture, you know, you know, where, you know, they have the layups as a te- as Texas Tech transfer Mac McClung currently sitting at a cool 734 followers said you could have 30 points or you could have a dunk and it goes viral. The kids want the dunk. Now, it could be misleading for scouts and evaluators. It can also serve as an incredible tool for players who can show out of the hard work. You got Lamella Ball, who really has played some high school and then played overseas. You know, I mean, that's the thing, you know. You know, you know, they said the changing style of play, too, with the highlight-driven mindset manifesting on the floor extends to warm-ups in which players frequently attempt eye-grabbing dunks and layup lines. I mean, that's a thing. And LaMelo Ball, he played some high school. Then he went to play the Lithuania. Then he played in Australia. He hasn't played against really top-notch competition. 
And I'm wondering, and this guy could be the number one pick of the draft? Uh, you know, and then, you, you know, Bronny James. Well, at least Bronny James and Sharif O'Neal both playing. Bronny James is playing high school competition, playing, well, I don't know, are they playing this summer? And Sharif O'Neal, you know, let's give it some time. But I, this whole thing, it, it, you know, it's just, it's just out of control. You know, and then how many followers I have? How many followers? I'm like, guys, enough. Take it down a notch. And NCAA is prepared to give, I talked about this all, fall athletes next year to compete. They're also only planning to raise the 85-man limit for current seniors. And Kansas Chancellor Douglas Gerard on Wednesday saw permission from KU's board of board for Jayhawks AD Jeff Long to seek 20 million line, um, 20 million line of credit in case the COVID-19 pandemic significantly modifies the 2020 football and basketball season, according to the Lawrence Journal World. KU is scheduled to play an 11-game schedule with six home games be, beginning September 12th against Coastal Carolina. They've not announced the attendance policy, which is probably going to be about 20%. And David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium, holds 47,000, meaning they'll only allow 9,400. And last year, they hosted about 33,000 a game. This is emergency liquidity, liquidity, liquidity for the for the program and eliminates the need for athletics to borrow from academics, which is facing its own $120 million budget shortfall. Kansas reported $121.5 million in revenue against $108.8 million in expenses, the most in recent year in record in 2018-2019. So I, I said to Zach Brad, I go, you would think these schools would have a, you know, a, rainy day, a, a rainy day fund. They would have an emergency fund. And he goes, economics of college sports doesn't incentivize the schools to save money because they charge so much money and they everything that they just make. You got to think about a rainy fucking day. Yeah, and... Yeah, it, it's crazy. And, and, you know, I mean, Kansas needs $20 million. And Pete Thamel was saying this week it's been the most optimistic since the pandemic started. Now that's that's to play some football, not all football. And the NFL is working because they can afford to test players daily and they use digital contract t- tracing. They have a blueprint f- for how this can work. So I guess they have more money and they can spend it on things. They're putting money aside where the colleges, I mean, they charge a fortune for freaking tuition. But now the kids are going virtual, I guess, because they can't charge as much and You've been charging a fortune forever, but then again, you're paying college coaches when you're, as I said, you know, the state employees, highest paid state employees are usually the state college football and basketball coaches. And you charge a fortune for season tickets and everything. I would think you'd have some rainy, rainy, you know, rainy money funds around $20 million to say liquid. I mean, that's, it, it's kind of scary. I mean, it's really scary when, when I read this stuff. I'm just like, Jesus. Nuts. Freaking nuts. Yeah. And Masa Ujiri posted something today. He said, he said that the reason this happened was because I'm a black man. Plain and simple. And he's, I'm sorry, he, I thought it was GM. He is the, the professional base basketball executive. I'm sorry, he is the president of basketball operations of the Raptors. He's not the GM. That's what I wanted it. And they, Donovan Mitchell had an IG story of Donna, uh, of Mike Conley in his room, like looking out the window, like, let me out, I'm stuck. It was pretty funny. And suppose he's going to play game three. Crazy. Yeah, Luka Doncic. Unbelievable. My friend Izzy's looking at a Mini Cooper today. She had to go to freaking Allentown, Pennsylvania to get, there's no Mini Coopers to, to, to be got. None. None. Yeah. Tom Brenneman, out of everything. 
Cowboys are. Think Alden Smith, Mike McCarthy said, you can see his power, his length is extraordinary. I'm very happy. Guy can't control shit off the field. Oh, and I saw Tyreek Hill had a little hammy. He got off the field today. And the quarterback for Georgia State, the true freshman, Mikel Calasurdo, he has myocarditis, and that, got, that, was, that was diagnosed with a heart condition related to COVID-19. True freshman quarterback. Scary. Freaking scary. Yeah, so who is the best odds? The best odds are Golden State and Cleveland and Minnesota all with 14%. Atlanta, 12 so Bleacher Report's ranking the who is the who is the toughest schedule, toughest roads ahead for games they're playing in conference with no fans. I think every team has a tough road ahead. Really, you're gonna let's see if we can ever get to the games. I mean, honestly, unbelievable. Yeah, so I, I gotta watch this this exciting freaking this exciting lottery. Thirty minutes they're gonna waste in this stupid fucking lottery. Are you kidding me? And the NBA Players Association and Five Star Basketball team up to host the first ever virtual basketball camp. Go virtual with everything. Yeah, Nets are in trouble. No Joe Harris. I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, my God. So the Jets are going to bring in Kevin White, who was the number seven overall pick in 2015. Went to the Bears, got hurt, never became the player. Yeah. And... Manish Mehta, I agree with you. They should have drafted more than one one freaking wide receiver this year. Joe Douglas, hey, maybe, you know, are you guys trying to, you know, are you guys trying to play for the lottery? Are you playing for Trevor Lawrence? Are you gonna I mean are you gonna are you are you trying to make Sam Darnold fail? Because he needs guys to throw the ball to. Unbelievable. I mean, you're bringing in anybody now. You're just, hey, throwing shit against the wall, th- see if it sticks. Unfucking believable. Just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. I mean, they don't have enough. And Gronk said now that was, the game was faster, now it's slowing down for him. Good for you, Gronk. I'm glad it's slowing down for you. Yeah, I really only want the best for you. Yeah, bless Austin. Adam Gay says he's playing great, playing better. We'll see of that. Yeah, and I don't agree with this one. I talked about this. Paul Pierce, who's the GOAT who gives a shit anymore? I don't think LeBron is. T- it's him in the brow, and that's it. And it showed in that playoff game. And I, you know what? I mean, he keeps switching teams he might have been better just to stay with Cleveland and try to build a team around but you know hey he wanted to go to a contender well you're the number one seed but you're one of the weakest number one seeds in the league I'm not impressed with any of the number one seeds this year I don't feel like there's a true number one seed like there was with the Cavs and especially with Golden State if Golden State all the injuries that hadn't happened hadn't happened this year and I would have been curious if KD and Kyrie would have been healthy because Kyrie was playing great for the Nets this year and Toronto is a team that's you know that has a little chip on their shoulder after last year and Kawhi, I'm not impressed with them. You know, Dallas looks okay. I mean, you got you got Doncic, and you have freaking, you have KP, and they have some guys coming off the bench. I mean, anything's possible, but is the GOAT? The guy won in Cleveland. That's worth about, I told you, that's worth about five rings. So Paul Pierce, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, it, it, enough already. Yeah, so Mike Trapp, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Luke Voigt, Highest home run rate in the majors right now, 7.7, even ahead of freaking Mike Trout, JT Riomalto for the Phillies, who's a free agent after this year, Fernando Tatis Jr., who's 8.7. He's, what's it, he's got 12 this year, and Nick Castellanos of the Reds. Crazy. 
And Miami going to call up Sixto Sanchez. Well, he's not coming up. He's got the game canceled. They said he's been throwing 100 plus good pitches weekend. That means he'll blow out the blow. That means his arm's going to blow out in the next couple weeks. And the SEC announced the creation of the SEC Council on Racial Equity and Social Justice, a league-wide body consisting of a diverse group of student athletes, administrators, coaches, and SEC staff. And the Mets plan to currently fly home tonight, all except for the two positives, plus anyone who's been deemed to have been close to them. Well, that means the team. Who hasn't been close to them? Deemed close to them through contact tracing being done. Dude, I don't know how you're pulling that shit off. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. How that, that just sounds like... If he's on the team, unless he's a pitcher, then... But I don't know how they're going to pull that off evenly or... Yeah, they're saying the 2020 draft is underrated. Someone said, I've argued... Kevin O'Connor said he's argued all year it's underrated. And he said there's role players. Okay, there's good role players. But there's no, like, stars. I mean, you can find role players every year. You can find a guy... Jimmy Butler dropped in the draft. You know, I mean, uh, who was another second-round pick? I mean, there's plenty of guys... Oh, the governor of uh, Mississippi, the governor drops a zinger. Look what he said. Oh, so Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Southern Miss games will be capped at no greater than 25% capacity. Mississippi will not allow tailgating or any sort of pep rally or organized party in conjunction with football games. This has not been a universal stance. The SEC left it up to each school and local government, but it's one that makes sense. Still, today I'm signing an executive order to govern how college football stadiums operate this fall. Some states have opted not to make any effort to play. I believe we have to try. We can't just abandon athletes and culture. <laughs> he said, I'd still rather be in the SEC with no tailgates, he tweeted, than Pac-12 or Big Ten with no football. Amen to that. And masks will be required wherever you're walking around, entering or exiting, basically at all times, unless you're sitting in your seat away from everyone else. Yeah. Good. He said, we're in the middle of a pandemic. How come everybody doesn't think like this? And we have to make sacrifices that are painful. We also have to try to provide a safe environment for life, as we know, and in some capacity. There are many people whose lives are changed because of sports. They never get an education otherwise. All right. We have to balance everything. Narratives are comforting and balance is hard. Sometimes the hard thing is the right thing. The best path forward is to try and protect both lives and livelihoods. Please stay in the fight, Mississippi. We can beat this thing. I hope. Hey, listen. And Rockets beat the Thunder. 111.98. Harden finishes with 21 points. All right. So Thunder now down to love. Damn. Yeah. Gilgos Anderson, Shy Gilgius Anderson, 31 points for the for the the Thunder. Chris Paul had freaking 14. Yeah. Two nothing. That that's that's how's team. How's to be excited, but I like hey, I like what the governor says. Yeah. Yeah. Tate Reeves, man, you, I like what you said. Hey, unlike them we're playing some football. And who want, Who gives a shit? Say we don't tailgate. What do you rather have, football or tailgates? I'd rather have football. Yeah. I hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah to having the, yeah. Hell to the yeah. So yeah, about the draft, role players, this guy, you know what? You're going to find some gem in the second round. You're going to find a guy 
who no one thought about, who comes who comes out of nowhere and blows up the league? Luka Doncic. Even they said, oh, you know, he's played overseas. Uh, is he going to be able to play? Like, he's blowing everybody through the fucking water. And KP always could play. And he was, I know, his early. But listen, we, I was, who was I talking about? I was talking about uh, Spider. Spider Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz. If he would come to the Knicks, would he be the same player he was with Utah? No. He's that good. Damian Lillard wasn't a top draft pick. People were like, oh, and he's actually gotten better with age. Unbelievable, man. I love this stuff. Yeah, Duncan Robinson went, I'm well equipped to play in empty stadium, seven or eight from three, and tie the Heat playoff record for most threes in the game. G League and one year at a D3 school. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I said, don't, yeah, that's fine with me. We'll have players. We don't have players. And Manny Machado had a walk-off Grand Slam last night in 10th inning. Tara Bauer, who sometimes doesn't get a can of his own way, had a seven-inning complete game shutout, which just cracks me up the seven-game complete game. Oh, that was Brenneman's. Brenneman. He won't be calling those games anymore. 3-0 with an 0.68 ERA this season. And Alex Bregman is on the IL after hamstring discomfort. Maybe it was the short, you know, uh, training camp, basically. I don't know. Yeah, Lane Kiffin. Yeah. You understand where there's no tailgating? Lane Kiffin, to me, is a guy who is just a pompous ass and has had some success, but not a lot of success, and has parlayed that into a very, very lucrative career in coaching. And he hasn't shown me much. So he was offensive coordinator with Saban. He left, went to school, small school in Florida. Now he's back. Who knows? I don't root for him. I hope that Mike Leach at Mississippi State, they, they destroy Ole Miss. I really do. Yeah. Now, Masai Urgili, basically, you know, he wrote, he wrote what he was feeling. He said, uh, Thank you to everybody who has expressed disappointment and concern regarding the video that was recently released. My family and I are deeply grateful for your care and consideration. The video sadly demonstrates how horribly I was treated by a law enforcement officer last year in the midst of my team, the Toronto Raptors, winning the first world championship. It was an auxiliary moment of achievement for our organization, for our players, for our city, for our country, and for me personally, given my long tenure professional journey in the NBA. Yet, unfortunately, I was reminded in that moment Despite all of my hard work and success, there are some people, including those who are supposed to protect us, who will always and only see me as something that's unworthy of respectful engagement. And there's only one indisputable reason why that is the case, because I am black. What saddened me, saddens me most about this ordeal is that the only reason why, am I, why, am I, why I am getting the justice I deserve in this moment is because of my success because I'm the president of an NBA team I had, the, I had access to resources that ensured I could demand and fight for my justice so many of my brothers and sisters haven't had don't have and won't have the same access to resources that assured my justice and that's why black lives matter and that's why it's important for all of us to keep demanding justice justice for George justice for Brianna Justice for Elijah. Justice for far too many black lives that mattered. And justice for black people around the world who need our voice and our compassion to save their lives. Those are the ties that bind us with love and determination. Masai Ujiri. 
Enough said. Doesn't have to say anything else. Yeah. Yeah. He's speaking the truth. I mean, you watched it. He went toward him. The guy pushed him once, pushed him twice, and violently. I mean, I would have given no... I would have said he could have popped him the fucking face if someone did that. Like, what the fuck's your problem? And he didn't. He, he took the... And that guy's... And, and his police department's still defending that guy? Bullshit. And, and that's why I want Lane Kiffin. They're going to play uh, Saban this year. He goes, can you please stop predicting we're going to beat Nick Saban for the first time ever as a former assistant coach? He goes, that's right. Poison to Paul Feinbaum. I hope they get destroyed. I hope they get blown out of the fucking water. Masayu Jerry. Masayu Jerry, very eloquently put. Very eloquently put. Because I'm black, unbelievable, terrible, terrible. Yeah, Mets, Yankees postponed. Crazy. And 10 cases at East Carolina program pausing football activities indefinitely. Yeah, they're going to have a season this year. Conley probably for... And Leonard Fournette has a $100 bill taped to his pads. I want 100 yards a game. It's simple. All right. Okay. I hope it helps. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I hope it leads to something. Rogers mentoring Jordan Love. See if that works out. Offensive lineman Barry Wellesley at Colorado State talks about being held at gunpoint by a man who accused him of being Antifa. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, what, what is wrong, people? I mean, people are nuts. People are freaking just, it's just bonkers. It's scary. It's really freaking scary, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mets, Mets Yankees, that's not going to be, that's going to be a while. All right, that's all I got for today. Oh, Gordon Hayward this season, only player in NBA history to average at least 17 points, six, 6.5 rebounds, four assists, shoot 50% overall, 36% from three, with usage rate below 22%. Said the injury may impact when he leaves the bubble for the birth of his fourth child. Oh, wow, he's got four kids already. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Trivia question for today. Yeah. That's why Kevin White, number former number seven pick in the draft. Never panned out. That's what I'm saying. Some of these young guys, some of these high draft picks. You find gems later on in the draft in every one. All right. Last show's trivia question. MJ and Scottie Pippen eliminated the most 60-win teams in the postseason in NBA history. How many did they eliminate? Seven. Seven 60-win teams in the postseason. Today's trivia question. Most coaching wins in Michigan State football history. I know I got random questions here, but when I see something, I usually write it down. Most coaching wins in Michigan State football history. That's all I got for today, folks. Peace out. Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon.